against the will of God for mankind. Are you here? Demons or evil spirits are agents of Satan who work against the will of God for mankind. I said mankind because they don't only work against the will of God for only uh, against the believer but also against the unbeliever. This is because of two major things. Number one, God has, please focus on me, God has a will for every human being on earth. Okay? God has a will for every human being on earth. And that is why the devil or the evil spirit not only affect or try to manipulate the lives of uh, only uh, believers but also unbelievers. So because God has a will for every man on earth, the devil also tries to affect the lives of unbelievers. And number two, every unbeliever is a potential believer. So when the enemy begins to work against them too, and they don't even have faith in God. And those that even have faith in God who want to even denounce their faith in God. Are you with me? So the enemy work against not man, but the will of God for man. Get this right. So a man can be doing many things and be in quote, be succeeding. And in quote, nothing will happen to that man. But the moment that man is beginning to work in the will of God for their life, you realize that things will begin to be tough for the person. Some things will go, some things are not going on right. Because that is actually the will of God. If it's not the will of God, you will have no, you will have no fight. If there is something you are doing currently in your life that you are not facing challenge in, no, there is a little deviation. Because so long as it is the will of God, we will have spirits trying to battle that will of God over your life. Are we okay? So if there is something that is actually going smoothly, you have to investigate. Is the smoothness coming from the perfection of God in you, or is it coming from the fact that it is not the will of God for you? And anything that seems to be as though there is a contention on it, it's just, there's something about this thing. You have to also investigate. Is it because I am working in the will of God and I'm being perfected? Or is it because I'm also working on the wrong path? Now we get to understand again that the spirits have power. Evil spirits have power. Uh, demons equally have what? Power. Are you here? However, the good news is that as much as all the spirits have power, we have authority and right over them. We believe that Christians have authority and right over the evil spirits and demons. Now, let's go to the book of Ephesians chapter, uh, or let's go to 1 Peter, rather, 1 Peter, chapter 2, uh, chapter 3, verse 22. 1 Peter, 1 Peter 2, uh, 3, 22. 1 Peter 3, 22. Yes, please. Reveal the word of God. And he has now entered into the heaven. And he, that is Jesus Christ, has now entered, after he had defeated Satan, he now entered into the heavens. And what happened? And is at the right side of God. Okay. With all angels and authority. Let me just explain something briefly. It is not that when you go to heaven, you will see, or when you go to um, the abode of God, you will see that God is in the middle, and then Holy Spirit is in his left, and then Jesus is in his right. No. He's not talking about that right hand, uh, right side, or right hand side. He's talking about the place of power. Your right hand is your place of power. So he's talking about Jesus Christ being at the place of power of God. Alright? So in your body right now, we have uh, your body, your soul, and your spirit. Your spirit is at the right hand side of your body. It is the place of power. So even though the body is weak, the spirit is strong. It, the spirit is at the right hand of, of your body. Do you get it? Do you get it? Okay, man, no, 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 no. With all angels and authority. Okay. And power. Mm-hmm. Make sub-servant to him. So sub-servant, make subject unto him. So Jesus... After defeating Satan, he then be in heaven now with God. Now all other spirits, angels, demons, powers are made subservient to him, as a servant to him, subjected to him. And then after the spirit are made under him, what happened then? Scripture says in the book of John, chapter 1, the verse 11 to the verse 12. For he came to his own and his own received him not. But as many who believed and received him, to them he gave them power or authority and rights to become the children of God. So he, he has power, he has authority over these demons. Though these demons are powerful, we Christians have ability over them. 
Are we okay? Let's not deny the power of the evil spirit. They do have power. But we have that they have. Our authority or our rank is higher than them. But not only do we have power, we have authority and right over them. Why? Because as Jesus received the ability to make demons and spirit under him, he gave it to us when he came to us, when he came to us and we believed and received him. That power was given to us as children of God. And as children, we became inheritance. We had inheritance from our father. Anyone who has a father has an inheritance from the father or from the parent. Are we okay? So our inheritance from God is the, or from Jesus is the fact that we have power, we have authority over demons. When we received Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior, we did not only receive uh, forgiveness of sins, we equally received power over spirits. Power over spirits, not only even for evil, evil spirits or even demons alone, but also over angels too. We have power over spirits. Are we okay? Now, how do understood that we have power over spirit because we are being given by God? It is our inheritance, it is our heritage. However, not every Christian has the right and the ability or the authority to be able to cast out demons or to work miracles. That's very strange. And this has nothing to even do with the gift of working miracles or the gift of casting a demon. There is no gift of casting a demon. Not every Christian can cast out demons. Not every Christian can work out miracles. Scripture says in the book of Corinthians that for some he gave them the gift of working out miracles, for some the gift of speaking in tongues, for some the interpretation of tongues, for some the gift of word of knowledge, for some the gift of word of wisdom, and so on and so on. But you see. In coming to cast out demons, it has not much to do with gifts. The gift is a secondary aspect of it. However, the major aspect or the primary reason why someone can be able to cast out a spirit is because they believe and they have the right. There are many people who are being buffeted by the devil and even though they are Christians, they do whatever they want to do and it doesn't go. Yet they have authority over that problem. And nothing is happening. The issue here is that they do not believe. Let's read now the book of Mark chapter 16, verse 16 to 17. Mark 16, 16 to 17. Mark 16, 16 to 17. Yes, please. He who believes. Okay, so first of all, he said what? He who believes. After you have received authority and right, then he goes and he who believes, these signs shall follow them. Something is happening because of belief, not necessarily because you pray. 
Anyone who prays six hours, even without believing, is a wasteful prayer. It's a waste of time. So I'm used now to play a uh, video game. It probably might be profitable to you because perhaps it will de de uh, uh, deprive you of uh, depression and all that. You, you, you can't pray without believing. You don't attempt situations without believing. You don't do things because you think you are a believer or a Christian. You must first believe. Tell somebody you must first believe. You must first believe. Tell that prayer. Believe that you have received that which you have prayed for. Believe that you have received that which you have prayed for. So if you don't believe that which you have prayed for, you will not receive that which you have prayed for. Even though you pray. So for me to be able to stand before a situation and deal with that situation, it means I believe that the power of God, with that power, all things are possible. And that is what I believe and that's what I stand by. That all Things are possible. Just yesterday, I was there, and uh, I think I was watching a, a, a movie that okay, I was playing. I was watching a movie to teach you something. Uh, Frankenstein, 2014, Frankenstein. Uh, I'll teach you. I'll, I'll talk about it. So I was watching a movie, and I wanted to write something. But I got an inspiration whilst watching the movie, so I wanted to write my notes. And I didn't want to stand up too, and I was doing like this to my notes to come. So I was just moving my hand for the to come. So all these are possible, I think. It wasn't coming. I have to now walk to the room and go and take my own notes. And I laugh. Why? Because it wasn't that going on. So I said I didn't believe. Like I was I was misrushing. I was trying to see. And that is why it did not really, really work. There are some things we know that it is possible yet we need to think it's not possible because maybe no one has done it. There is no roadmap, no one has done it for you to see, so you think it's not possible. Right? If I tell you with God all things are possible, and I tell you I can change the carpet color right now. Even if I do, some of you will think that I added some chemicals. And we believe that Bishop can be bad. What do you think? Ever see NC? Ever see NC? And even when Bishop is prophet or somebody is prophesying, you are caught in between if the person who will make a mistake or the person who will say the truth. By saying you are prophet. And that's why some of these things do not happen. So when you are sick and you are praying for yourself, maybe you have are praying for yourself. And you once you are praying, the, the pain is coming. You are praying for that thing to stop. And yet you are praying, the pain comes sharp. Begins to work for your feeling. You know? Okay, you let me go by this. I pray God will be able to do You know, you know that kind of stuff? Yeah. So it's important that what we are praying, whatever we are doing, we believe. We are not doing try and error. We are not doing, we can't, we can't put the destinies of men in a, in, a, in, a, in a box of try and error. I'm praying for you to see if it will work or not. No, it's not a try and error. We can't play people's destiny. You can't play with your destiny with try and error. So you must pray in believing. Then we move further. Scripture mentions in the book of Ephesians 1 13 that the Holy Spirit is the seal of man. In other words, because the Holy Spirit is in you, no other spirits can possess you. Because the place where someone is to possess, or a spirit is to possess, the Holy Spirit has already occupied that place. And because the Holy Spirit has occupied that place, no other spirit can occupy the place. Scripture says, for someone to be able to invade the house of a strong man, he must first be a stronger man. So in other words, if we believers, as Christians as we are, we have received the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is the stronger man. And because the Holy Spirit is in us, other strong spirit cannot possess us. It must be stronger. And there is no spirit stronger than the Holy Spirit. So that no believer can be possessed by an evil spirit. But that believer can equally be influenced by the spirit, and I'll explain further. Because if someone who is being possessed by an evil spirit can allow the evil spirit to come out and the Holy Spirit's enter, are we here? And that is why the scripture says that the demon said, If I go out of this body and I will go and run around and come back, if the place is empty, I will bring seven more wicked ones than I am to possess the place. Why? It wants to fortify the place. 
he can fight any strong man that comes to possess that place. He wants to secure that territory with stronger spirits. So no other spirit can come. So you said that sometimes someone's situation is taking some time for them to go out. It is because their, that territory is fortified. So some may live and some may still be there. Are we okay? So I believe that I cannot be possessed by the spirit by any evil spirit because of the presence of the Holy Spirit in us. It is the stronger spirit. But then again, as much of the believer cannot be possessed by any demon or any spirit, that believer can be influenced. That believer can be influenced by these spirits. And how do they do so? They do so by you giving them legal grounds to enter through the doorways, to enter through the courthouse and possess thee and work around thee. When I mean possess, I don't mean they possess you, but I mean they enter into that aspect of that to your life and they work against you. Okay. There are several things we do as believers that allows our doorways to be opened. So you've, you've heard me teach you how that uh, the upper house, extremities, and doorways that connect the heavens and the earth. And one thing where we we're, we're having a meeting here, and I told you how that there was a portal already here. Okay, so there are portals that connect the heavens and the earth. Okay, there are portals where angels are able to ascend and descend, where other spirits are equally able to ascend and descend. Portals to which men are giving access to be able to go. So then they said, Okonfanoche uh, said he was going and he'll come. Where did he go? Where, why couldn't he come back? They are portals. So he was able to go, perhaps he couldn't return to that same portal. And the portals even in the heavens, the second heavens, or even first heavens and the second heavens, whereby we have this plane when they, uh, they miss their altitude, they get missing. They are portals in the sea. Where Spirit talks about, the Bible talks about Leviathan. Let me just begin a bit. This Spirit called Leviathan, Scripture says that they are part of these angels, okay, who equally rock God. And they are about four in the seas currently right now. You can't be able to locate them. They are there. But they have a way to swallow men in the sea. And scriptures say that this ones will come out and they will sweep one third of the human population. So that you will hear people tell you something's going to come more than Corona. It is true. Scripture did not say if it is going to be pandemic, if it's going to be war, if it's going to be economic shutdown, if it's going to be famine, whatever it is. Scripture did not say. But it says there is something bigger coming. And so when Corona came, people thought that he said, no. And people were pleading to God for their forgiveness of sin. And when they realized it wasn't so, they went back to their own life. <laughs> they said, I had people call me. Bishop, are you sure this is not that the world is coming to an end? Because you told us that from 2020 to 2030, something will happen big. So if the world comes to an end here, they want to they, they want to be sure so they can put themselves right. But the, the, that spirit is still in there waiting for a time. It is in chain there. But it is waiting for a time when it can come out. It's going to be there. Check it out. He says, no one can destroy that spirit except God and who bring his sword against it. So when that spirit begins to strike, it will sweep one third of the human population. That is a third world war. But it may not come through two guns. It may come through different means. It may not come through bombs and these nuclear bombs you are seeing countries be trying to develop. It will come in a different way. But it will sweep one third of the human population. It might not even be death. It might not even be killing people. It might be changing the heart of men. When men will begin to enter into things, one third of the human population will enter into those things. And the spirit of the lady Adam, who is in charge of it, he will rule. Yeah. Not even, it's not even the time of Satan, it's the time of that spirit. It will rule also. Before rapture will take place, that spirit will rule. And it can happen from any time from now. Any moment from now, it can happen. 
And then we hear that Corona started from the sea. Check it. They were trying to find the origin. They said, This man is coming. He ate fish from the sea. Blah, blah, blah. Check it. Okay. Now, I will urge all of you to go watch the movie on uh, Frankenstein 2014. There are some truth in there and there are equally some lies in there. But just to be able to explain to you about spirits and demons, because I spoke to you about how that uh, fallen angels don't need to possess any man to be able to operate. Because even angels have their ability to transform themselves to have human forms. And when they die, or when you kill them, they are not going to leave their body down, they just leave. Now, when you watch the movie on Frankenstein, it will teach you how that, it will show you how that when um, this man, even they call Adam, who was made by Frankenstein, he fought Adam. And they said that Frankenstein made him in a laboratory. Okay, and now he now was, he's not uh, a human in good, he's not uh, an angel, and he's not a demon, so he doesn't know when he falls. That's part of the lie. Okay, however, uh, this man is at, is at battle with demons, and when he kills demons, the demons descend. And then when angels are being killed because they are in battle with the humans, the angels ascend. Now, if you teach you that how that these angels and demons are in battle because of you, yet you do not see it. So we are in this realm right now, the earthly realm. There is a heavenly realm or a spiritual realm which spirits operate in, still in the earth. Who are here? There is a realm in this earth, okay, where angels operate in and where demons operate in. Against, one against your will, the will of God for your life, and one for your will, for the will of God for your life. So when demons are trying to work against the will of God for your life, these angels are still in that realm, able to fight them. You may not know, but it still takes place. And that movie will give you more idea about it. And how when they die, they don't leave their body there, the whole thing moves. You just watch your response and talk about when you watch the angels go for good, but there are many lies in there. And then this man called Adam had a book that Frankenstein used to create him. That book is also the Bible, but they call it the journal. But he wanted to know who he was, and he needed that book to understand who he was. That was the Bible. But they call it journal. He twisted the information a bit, but that's the right thing. Now, the doorways through which man can be influenced by spirits. The doorways. What are the doorways? Number one, unforgiveness. 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 Unforgiveness is the number one way by which a Christian can be influenced by an evil spirit. And we all recite the book of Psalm 23. So one, two, let's go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I can't hear you. One, two, let's go. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. I want to prove that you are a man of God. I want to prove to someone that they are to my God. No, 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 no. 
He doesn't do things for us because of our enemies. And I said the other day, your ex is not God's enemy. Your enemy is not God's enemy. If you decide to choose me as an enemy, boy, you are in trouble because I'm not, I'm not your enemy, I'm your enemy, but not God's enemy. Are you here? Are you here? Your enemy is not God's enemy. So don't expect that because you are you, you call someone an enemy, God will equally hate the person and things will not work out for them. Master, let me tell you. If you choose to call someone an enemy, things will move on for them. You will see them and you think, oh, when they see you, why now you take the boy, you girl, eh. You see them and it is working. God will not stop blessing someone because you call them an enemy. But that's also one part of the truth. That's not part of the truth, bro. But another part I don't want to teach you, because some of you, your hearts are wicked. <laughs> I should teach you. <laughs> But there's another way where you can have an enemy where you can people decide not to make things go on for them. That one is there. <laughs> but it's wickedness. Let's work it out. I, I remember there's a man who works in this vicinity and he's trying to frustrate what we are doing here, spreading false information about death and all that. Death. Yeah, I said. Why? We do not want to make any 
too much for the enemy to have an access into their lives. Because the moment you begin to have an issue with me, remember, and then you you have you call me an enemy and you don't even have to how you say there is no forgiveness, and we both of us have unforgiveness within us. What will happen is that now the doorway in you is open and the doorway in me is open. Now, if God even opened my eyes to see something about you to help you, I will say you are my enemy, you will prosper, so I will tell you. If I even make you prosper, you will go and destroy my name outside. So I will, I will even help you. Now, you too, it's, you also, even though you are in church because you see me as an enemy, or you have something against me, when you see me preaching and doing something, what is he doing? You will criticize everything. And when Bishop is preaching, even praying for you, they are temporary and Do you understand? So, if not you receive it, you will not receive. And you don't know, it's a doorway that has been opened, and the Spirit is influencing the way you receive from the man of God. You will be coming, you will be coming, and sometimes you will get that you will come again. So, whatever you do here will not even affect you because there is a doorway the enemy influences and manipulates you because of what? Unforgiveness. So long as it depends on you, live at peace with all men. I have no enemies. They might call me an enemy, but I have no enemy. If I know there's an issue between you and I, I will call you or I will come to you. We will solve it. We will solve it. We will solve it. Unless you don't want it to be solved, I will come to you. We will talk about it. Because it's either I allow the evil spirit work in me, or you allow the evil spirit work in you. So we will solve it. Just so we will solve it. The moment we allow unforgiveness to prolong in us, it opens up ourselves for a spirit to enter. And things begin to go on. The book of uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 21 downwards. Let's read and understand something. Unforgiveness gives the enemy legal grounds to work against our life. And what happens is that they feed on our unforgiveness. When you have unforgiveness, you have some level of regret, some level of bitterness against a person, some level of pain. Matthew 5, 21, that was. We have some level of pain for the person. So what the enemy does that, they feed on that pain. They even tell it to jealousy. They feed on that sorrow. And they begin to work. You see, the, enemy, the devil work with what you have within you. If it is pain you feel against someone, it works with that pain. And for you to be able to destroy someone, and then we go for tits for that. Unforgiveness, then where is the tits for that coming? You would think, oh, it's a human thing to do tits for that. No. So a human thing is an influence. Tits for that to your husband, to your girlfriend, to your boyfriend, to your wife. Tits for that even to your friends, or even to Bishop. I know some of you think like that. I know, I know, I know, I know. You see, I see, as little as that is, as little as that is, that is what happens. And it begins to grow. And when it grows, it becomes disrespect. And because you want to respect me now, you cannot receive from me. But you see, it starts it in a small, small way. And you think, oh, and then you be out with a friend back. And then you be out. And then you be out. Do you understand this? And then you be out. But it will grow. That's how the enemy is able to make you, to deceive you. To think it's that they begin to grow. It's a seed to become a tree. But then they bear fruit. And then they begin to break other things too. It might not be only bishop, it might be to other things too. Then I put one Okay, come on, read it. Someone 
is then liable to punishment, not by God, but by spirits. Are you here? Spirit will begin to punish you without even knowing. It's a principle. When you begin to have what imagine when you have issue with someone, the way he hurts you, he's like, you are dead. You are God. When the person then comes to mind, it's part of the punishment. That's the punishment we go through. When you remember the thing and it hits you, it's the punishment. You have no more punishment anymore. We cannot escape the punishment because we still have the unforgiveness in us. The only way we can escape that punishment is to forgive. It's not deliverance. It's not prayer and fasting. It is to forgive. It's not sin sorry. It is to forgive. The last time we had uh, Mr. Bleach testimony here, he was having an issue with the boss and all of that. He says to them, I was thinking what he was having an issue with the boss, okay? And this issue was that he was not talking with the, the boss anymore, but this boss is someone who you see as your father in Ghana because he's from Cameroon. And he sees this man as the, 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 the father of fashion in Ghana because he's a head of uh, head of what? Community, fashion, blah, 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 stuff, okay? And they call him father. Everyone call him, call him father. They all see him as a father, okay? Now, this man has taught you and something, some issue came up and you are born, you are not talking to him, you are not minding him again, like how some of you do. You are not minding him again. And then things begin, to, that man is not even a spiritual man. I mean, he's not spiritual, Christian, spiritual, spiritual. Do you understand? Yet, he, 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 bless, got angry and was not minding the man again. And things were going on wrong in his life. He had a car, thinking the car would now make things move on well. He had nothing to do. But rather, it became a problem. And things were hitting up. Now listen. He came to see that things are not moving on well, please. And frequently the Lord says, Tell me to go settle every issue he has with the boss. And that is it. I did not pray for him. God said, I shouldn't pray for him. It's the issue. He came to the testimony. The moment he did that week, Oh my goodness, don't tell you. He began to work. Very easy, automatic. Forgiveness is able to even open doors for you. You should know who you should have issues with and who you don't have issues with. You should know. You should know. It's a principle. It's a principle. So if you think you have issue with me, you tell the pastor. Somebody is not even. About me, it's about them. I don't want them to mess around. I don't want them to go. Oh, I'm, I'm very much concerned about you. So I do this because of you. If it's me, I can handle myself. Oh, I don't go my YouTube. I'm going to hate. But because of you, where you will go, what your life will come. Tell me, not a pastor. Yes, just anger between them, issue between them. It's causing one's business not to move on. And the one whose business not to move on is the child. Mind you, if you have an issue with the father, God will want you to the side of the child. It's a culture, not only in Ghana, but God even himself practices it. You see, when, when, when uh, Moses got drunk, okay, then, I think Moses, Noah rather, Noah got drunk then. Uh, after the ark, and then the sons came. And when the sons came, one came to uh, see the body, and he laughed the father's nakedness, and he went to tell the brothers. And when the brothers came, they did not go straight, they turned their back to the court to cover their father. And when their father, who was drunk, spiritual man, he was drunk, when he woke up, he cursed the son. And the curse came to pass. He was, he was, he was drunk. <laughs> the spiritual man was drunk, and he cursed the son, he came to pass. But why did you say, oh, why? Why your son also, even though they laughed, they came to cover. But the case where, no matter who your father is, settle the issue. No matter who your mother is, settle the issue. No matter who has wronged you, settle it. Whether your age mate, you can settle without having interaction with the person. That's, that's cool. But those things work not because of anything, but because of principles. These are punishments we go through when we don't 
forgive ourselves. We allow the enemy come to baptize us. The enemy comes to baptize us. It's a doorway. It opens up things. If Moses had forgiven, if Noah had forgiven his son, he would have cursed him. But when he did not forgive, he cursed him and the cursed word. What do you gain from destroying your own son with your own man? What do you gain? Can you do it? Alright, one more. Let's go on. And whoever took contentious okay. and inserting to his brother shall be liable and unable to escape the punishment. When you speak what? Contently, you bear false witness. You lie about someone. And then when you begin to insult someone, that even you are a fool. <laughs> Insult, insulting people. You go and stand somewhere, you talk about someone. Listen to what will happen to you according to scripture. And whoever says, You can fool, mm-hmm. you empty headed evil. Because you are building. Shall be liable to and unable to escape the hell of fire. You will not be able to escape the hell of fire. It's not literally talking about uh, you will not go to heaven. There is a hell of fire when someone who likes insulting calls you. If I talk, you will talk back. It's a hell of fire. We will give up to each other. It, it, it is a battle. It's a fire ground. Some of you, you know, you've probably been seen battles before. My, my vicinity, when you are fighting, it is much too. <laughs> it's not a fight you can say, it's much as ah. This matches the guy there. I've seen it like twice. When I was going to, was going to buy it, I had to leave there. <laughs> I don't want issue. <laughs> the officer is here, the house is here, and the bed is up. What the hell people came out to? I didn't even understand it. But it's serious. That is the level of unforgiveness people have, and the enemy influenced them to do things. And they will do it and regret. And I don't want to be dealing with prison. You know, this person was my friend. And then suddenly, because of anger, because of pain, you, you, you begin to say things. You can be my best friend, and I'll share things with you because you and I have an issue. You begin to spread my issue out there. No! 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 It's not supposed to be so. We're my best friends. We might be enemies today. But listen. Whatever we share together stays within us. Are you here? Learn how to keep secrets, people. Tell someone, learn how to keep secrets. Keep my secrets. Or tell people, tell them, keep my secrets. You know, some of you lie upon your exes. Did he give you a lie that did? Just to make your story nice. That when those things come, just keep quiet. When people are talking about them, just keep quiet. Don't defend yourself. I learned that wisdom long ago. If I will talk, what to? What to? Don't talk, lady. Learn to keep people secrets. If not, you allow the enemy to make you lie. You become a liar. You will be talking plenty. Some of you to the problem that you have too many friends. So the issue is everywhere. Today this one has wronged you. Oh, come on. In the way you come and say, watch not. Oh. You have too many friends. You have too many friends. This morning we're talking about you, but I'm calling out. When you see Father now, if <laughs> but funny now, what I'm trying to say that this is the this is the click. I expect that whatever it is that we share together stays with us. But oh boy, this one has wife. And they be her, some of the information will go out. And they be her. Do you understand? And they be her. Sometimes I can be with him and we'll discuss certain things. When I meet the wife, I wish she was here. She will make some.
in this in a confined environment where these people are being taught that even though they have these informations, it won't go to a certain extent. What are people who have certain information and learn how to speak good about people? Are you here? What would they say if they're not taught well? Even if they don't know. So imagine you come to tell me my your secrets too. So I also have a spread it with them. No! No! I know my limit too. I know my limit. You should know your limit as believers. Not only as pastors. That's not when they talk there. People know if they come to you for casting that day. <laughs> I know if they come to you. But if they don't pour them on issue, it equals bread. You will take new messages. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't be so. As believers, it shouldn't be so. Someone come and tell you that issue that you go and abase your status. <laughs> you are not the only one suffering. People are suffering like you are.
now God. No sin can take the Holy Spirit out of you. However, sin can open doorways for the enemy to perfect you. Sin can open doorways for the enemy to enter into your life. The book of 1 Corinthians 3, 16. Our bodies are the temple of God. Our bodies are the temple of God. The moment the temple of God is not no more a house of prayer, but a house of, of thieves and all that, that moment other things are able to enter. Jesus Christ, the other day when he entered the synagogue, scripture said, Jesus began to suck the people because they were selling in the house. He said, my house is a house of prayer and not a house of deal of teas. Are you here? The synagogue there represents you. The moment you stop, you stop praying, it is because sin has begun. The more you sin, the less you pray. It is true. If you can't pray for long, you know it's because you are sinning. It will make you put up. Hallelujah. Amen. So, the more you pray, the more you separate yourself from sin. And when Jesus represents the temple of the synagogue, representing the human body, when that place was being used as a place to sell, a marketplace. When Jesus entered, he entered, and then he began to sack the people. He began to drive them out of the temple. So this is what happens. When Jesus comes, or when I come as a man of God, an ambassador of Christ, when I see you and the things in you, which are not supposed to be there, what I do is I begin to cast it out. What Jesus was doing in the temple and the synagogue was to cast those things out. It was a deed of thieves. It's not a place of prayer. So all those evil spirits have become thieves. They are still in your body to dwell in. And that was a representation of it. So when Jesus got there, he began to cast it out one by one. And they all went out. And that never became a place of prayer. The moment the demon comes out of you, my goodness, you will be on fire. Imagine the first day you got born again. You want to go to church. You, you are on fire. Don't be now in first more. We get one again, you want no God. I want to know. You have this gift, you want to work on the gift. Now, the gift said, where, where, what is your way? Some of you have changed your gift. Some of you need to know these speaking talks. Again, I used to speak in talks now, I don't know where that's going to. You know where that's going to. I've gone to your sins. Hallelujah. <laughs> But that's just by the way. Anytime you sin, it opens the doorway for the enemy to have a legal ground to work against us. Be it sexual sin, be it lies, be it very false witness. Sin in any form, even pornography, has a way of opening the doorways of the spirit for the enemy to perfect you. Where it begins to break even masturbation into the picture. It begins to even bring lust into the picture. You must work against it. The Lord did not make us slaves over sin. He dying and giving us his life made us lords over sin, not slaves over sin. We are not slaves over sin. We are lords over sin. Are you here? The book of 1 John chapter 2, the verse 12. I will read out for you. It says, I am writing to you, little children, because for his name's sake, your sins are forgiven. So the letter was directed to little children. A believer, a strong Christian, doesn't really need forgiveness of sin. It is only children, little children, based in Christ. Who need forgiveness of sin? Let me explain further. A Christian scripture said you will not live in sin. You will not live in sin. Babes are the one who live in sin. So they sing from Monday to Friday and Sunday. They're coming to church and say, but I'm forgiving my sins. Don't let the man of God see. Then they come. Then they go back and go and continue. This week I've done it. This week, so next week yeah, I will do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll stop lying. I'll stop lying. Yeah, next week I'll say lying again. Such ones are babes in Christ. Not only look at the aspect of fornication or adultery, but no, no, no. There are many sins that man commits. 
Don't let it to one case. No, 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 no. There are many things. Tell you. Many things. Many, many things. Many, many things. Now we must desist from. Are you here? We must liberate ourselves from these things. Because if we continually do it, we become dead. We are not growing. We are not growing. We can't exude the power of God. When we continually sin, there are a level of the glory of God we will not experience if we continually sin. We need to walk out of sin, no matter how palatable it may seem. Are we okay? We have power over sin. And God has given us our power. But unless you want to become a babe, a man of God, on me here, I can equally be a man of God and still be a baby in God. The fact that someone is a man of God or has a gift doesn't mean that they can't be a babe. That person can be blessed and still be doing a work of God. Oh, glory. Oh, glory. As you live in sin, you are a babe. You are a babe. You are a babe in Christ. And you must have the ability and the zeal to want to grow beyond that level. Because a human being there, you are for you still small. It's because you have accepted that life. And that's why you can't come out. Let's not be babes. Let's desire to grow. Let's desire to grow and be watchers. Now, the other way is by the way. Always can equally be what you There's certain songs we listen to, certain books we read, certain movies we watch. For me, if I'm watching a movie and it has too many sex scenes, I won't watch it again. I'll stop. Because no matter whoever you are, it has a way of other movie has started or even during the movie, it has a way of playing back and begin to influence you to want to feel something because you're not. You begin to feel certain things. And if guys not telling you, begin to do things. So the best way for me is to stop watching those movies. I won't say I'm not going to I can fight it. Say flee. So I flee those movies so I don't give me any funny desires. That I don't want to go say, oh, I want to be shitty movie. Bastard. I am the man. That guy messed up. Hallelujah. But you see, certain songs also. Some of us play go that the lyrics is nice. Not about the lyrics, it's about the spirit of the song. The lyrics may be nice, but what is the spirit of the song trying to do? So okay. If you go for party or you go for a party and you have to how do I say dance to it and cheat a little. Do you do you play play? Baba, we are in your presence. <laughs> Let your rain fall on me. Do you play that song for you guys? No. But when you play that song, you don't just think it is for something else. But when you when you when you play a song, <laughs> ah, so bad, man. You know this guy. No, okay, but fuck. So the move that this source, the environment source give you. So it is not necessarily about the memory, because even that song doesn't really have any good memories. But the kind of energy it gives you, the mood it puts you into, a good person. You will know. But you see, it's not necessarily about the lyrics, but it's about the spirit of that lyrics. So you don't only follow lyrics. And so maybe by wedding day, we'll let it play, play this and this. There are gospel songs that also love songs. You just don't know them. Hmm? There are gospel songs you can use to G with me. But you know, you know, you know the other ones. So if something happens, you have break that one and then you go and mess up. So those things are things you have to see. The kind of books we read. People are afraid books that it has made them mad. Because they have encounter with certain people and also have encounter with. When I read certain books, it will tell you, do this, it's in chapters. It will, it will entice you. So I agree, I agree, okay, chapter, chapter, chapter. But then you see the next chapter, it will tell you to go and buy this. Go and get this. When you get them, you do this, you invoke this book to come. So they don't have a strong spirit. So when they invoke them, then they begin to go mad. Some people some people went to school. They went to Westside, but then they came back. I do not say, but the person said, Christ, Books they read. 
that you're not supposed to read. So be careful. And also guard your children against that books too. Guard them. In the last time I speak about forgive. Uh, occultism. Occultism is one of the things that are trapped. The door was to be open for the enemy to so like it. The last one is naming. Naming ceremony or your name and libations. When you go to a place or when your child, when there is a naming, don't allow them for libations. Listen to me. Listen to me. Stop them. If a man of God has not done your child's naming ceremony for you and it's maybe a family member of your baby and they're still naming and they say buy alcohol or buy something and they put on the floor. Hey, you have to end that thing. Be careful. You read a scripture in the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 4, the verse 9 to 10. That Jabez was honorable before all his brothers, yet or but his mother called his name Jabez, which means sorrow maker, sorrow breaker. Anytime Jabez arises, it is sorrow that comes to him. And yet Jabez prayed that Father, that you will extend my coast. And then you begin to prosper me, and God answered his request. Anytime you have a certain name upon you, it is able to have negative effects over you. Sarah, Sarai, S-A-R-A-I, Sarai, simply means princess. But Sarah means mother of the nations. Mother of the nations or noble woman. It was the moment where Sarah's name was changed that she became pregnant and she would go her child. Abraham he called the same. So when you are giving yourself names, be careful with the names you are giving. If you find out the meaning of your sentence, it is important. It could equally be the reason why some things are going backwards. And if you have to change it, you better change it. You will see many men of God, they have changed their names. They understood the importance of names. Some of them is not only because their names are quite difficult to pronounce. No, there are a few things around one of my mentors, Prophet Uber Angel. His name is not Angel. His name is not his name. He changed 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 his name. Reverend Randy Impact. His name is not Impact. He changed it. There are many men of God that have changed their name because of their husband of it. Jacob, because he was changed to Israel, I don't need you. What's the meaning of your name? One day I was talking to one of my sons, of the son of William Christie, and I was like, ah, so the car, we do not register, I don't know what we do. They told, if I show them my license with the name, I don't know what we do. the name is child of Dr. Williams. If you hear that, Dr. Williams, you go, definitely you direct to Archbishop. So you not can you just get the best go? First, first thing. Do you understand? The name, names. What about your own? If you mention your own, you're going to say, come out, come out. Hallelujah. What does your name mean? And if you look at your life, are you walking in accordance to your name? Or something else happening? Don't just give names to your children because they seem nice.
and when he's there and he sees me, he turns. Those days when he sees me, he wants to come. But something within him knew that he's doing something wrong, and this man is different and he's doing something wrong. So when he sees me, he doesn't want to come to the hotel. So at any point, it's like he's coming down. And his attitude has changed when he does more. And all my heart think this guy, is he young or is old? No, I'm, I'm thinking of this. <laughs> I'm thinking of his level of understanding. I don't know if he happens in the household with you guys, but there's a different level of understanding with this guy. He, he has a different understanding. And I, I, I'm beginning to understand where it is coming from. The thing that he's beginning that he's following under. So he's helping very fast at an early stage. What names are you giving to your children? Huh? There are some names that people have. Look, when you see them, man, let's see your family that is. Yeah. Everybody they are angry. Yeah. So they say it is their problem. It's not their problem, it's a name. It's a name. Can you please get started? 